Hello, everyone. This is the After School Talk podcast, where we talk about everything education off the clock. I'm your host, Dr. Deuce. And as always, the goal is to bring educators together to elevate the student experience and to have fun while doing it. And for today, the topic is students using DoorDash. This topic came to um, me via TikTok. So we're going to get into the topic in just a second. But first, let's go with the educator tip of the week. So tip of the week, invite more structure into your day. I had a conversation um, with my husband um, of saying how in working in higher education, it is less structured than K through 12. Um, especially working in high school, we're going to kick it off with homeroom or first period, however your school goes. And then we go through the class periods. Boom, you know you got to stop for lunch at this time. Boom, you know lunch ends at this time. Go through the rest of the periods. Um, then there's maybe after school activities to a certain point because, you know, the parents are going to be there to pick students up and then you're done. Um, and higher ed is a lot more bloop, 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 bloop. That's <laughs> the best way to explain, explain it. Um, your lunch may not start till two some days. Um, you may not have lunch at all some days. Um, you may be into uh, at an event and versus being in a meeting versus having to work in your office on, on your own versus being in class versus staying after class to talk to a student um, versus having to go to a different campus versus having to do a run for an event. Um, so it's just so much happening and Um, Another friend I have that works in education, talking to them this weekend, you know, he was like, even with the structure we have in the day, sometimes that does not, is not reflective after school. Um, There are just certain tasks and things you want to get done. And now you're so tired that you just lack structure. Like it's so important to also the same structure that we try to cultivate in our students through the process of school, we lose that as adults. So I just want all of you to invite more structure into your day. It is okay to be structured so that you know you can get your tasks done or that you can get some things done for yourself. Um, today, I cleaned up my bedroom and I feel really good. Nice fresh sheets, nice fresh smelling comforter that's been washed and clean. The, the blinds are open, the sun is shining through. The TV is playing some YouTube channel that's nice and relaxing. Like, But I was able to do that because I said when I get up, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it until this time. And then just finished recording the Nostalgia podcast with Melvin. And then now we are here over here at, on After School Talk. So, yeah, that's what we're doing. Now, point. Students using DoorDash. Okay, now, y'all. So, let me look up the TikTok really quick. Um, TikTok, a parent was mad that their child couldn't have DoorDash send lunch to their kid at school. So, yeah, you heard that, right? Parent was mad because their child cannot have DoorDash into the school. The TikToker's name is Laura, L-A-U-R-A. So you can go to Laura's um, TikTok to see where a parent sent this message either in a text or group chat. And it says, I called the school board and filed a complaint. They lied to me multiple times. They will get back to me in one to two days. If the kids can't DoorDash, the teachers don't need to either. Okay, so parents upset wants their child to be able to DoorDash. So a forum uh, had this topic going and people were giving feedback. And so Laura was reading some of the feedback. Um, And the crazy part was that there were educators saying educators and some non-educators like this is crazy. Why? Because an adult does think something that you feel like the child should be able to do it to. Another person brought up a point of how would you manage 
allowing students to do DoorDash. And so somebody was like, oh, they can just drop it off at the front office. Um, like anything, you know, when a parent drop off something. So somebody then breaks down like, okay, so the average high school has 800 students. So if, um, and let's just say that those 800 students are broken up into two lunches. And let's just say half of the students on each lunch do DoorDash. That's 200 lunches that now have to get distributed out through the front office. What does it look like for 200 students to stampede to the front office? So another person said, well, you just answered your own question. They can just get the cafeteria or the worker to do it. Number one, I don't know how sis answered her own question by saying, what does this look like? So then the cafeteria, they said, that doesn't make sense because the cafeteria worker is going to be trying to make sure that the other 400 kids get through the cafeteria line. So they can't be opening the back door for DoorDash people to come through. Plus, we don't know what type of policies may be in place that they can't be the ones handing out food that they did not serve because that then becomes a liability on the kitchen that you're passing out food through your kitchen to students, though you did not uh, um, cook or make the food there. Right. So we don't even know what the policy is. Could be just just person that's bringing up a point. Then somebody says, I don't know why y'all spending 48 hours to discuss this. Just have the parent meet the kid at a side door that is unlocked and then uh, then it's done. So then the person says, so in a time of school shootings, we really going to have a side door that's just unlocked. And anybody can go to that side door and the kid can just walk over there and get their food. <sighs> it's a lot. I know if you work in education right now, or even if you don't, you're like, what? This is not uncommon. And it really is sad that something that should be a simple rule that everybody just abides by and we go about our business is now elevated when the parents feel that going to the board is the answer because I'm going to get what I want. So the first point of this is to understand this. We are talking about a school system. This is not Burger King. I don't know where this whole concept of you can have it your way was created, but I really and truthfully believe it has been a detriment to the school system um, to where we are allowing those people outside of our system to invoke fear in us. So therefore we comply with their requests and ignore our own policies and common sense that you would, you would be sitting there really and say, yeah, we'll just, they can just drop it off in the front office. And then when it turns into a mess and a whole debacle, it's going to be on you. Then they're not going to remember what parent started or triggered this. They're not even going to say nothing to that parent. It's going to be your fault. It's going to be your hands. So you got to kind of think back and say, wait a minute, what's the problem? Um, like I thought about nine out of ten, the reason why the student wants DoorDash is because they may not like the school lunch, right? Okay, so if you don't like the school lunch, why can't you bring your lunch from home? Oh well, I can't. You can't. If I get it from home, it won't be hot. Okay, what size of school do we have? Is it possible for students to warm their foods up in microwaves? Is that even an option at the school? Um, like in my high school, I remember the thing there was like a microwave in the cafeteria. I was at a smaller high school. If you had two or three, is that a, is that is that a policy? Are your students able do you have a student council that this could go through can we can we make this into something versus you want doordash and none of the teachers need to doordash if my child can't doordash mm -mm, that's not the answer that's not the answer we could really probably spin this a different way on top of that a lot of people were saying in the comments what's sad is you'll make this a big deal but won't make 
academics a big deal. Absolutely. They, they, yeah, that's just, it happens. I don't know why they do that. Because <laughs> some parents are sitting there like, girl, I'm I'm not even going to get my child a money to go DoorDash. They need to eat what's in the cafeteria. And why are you worried about it? But then you're going to have that one parent that makes this a big deal. So it's, it's truly a headache. And besides it not being Burger King, <laughs> you also got to realize that it's you are kind of work kind of have to evaluate the type of space that we're working in for the parents, right? You cannot conduct the school if you are fearful of the parents. So you can't be the conductor, the leader, the one in charge if you're feel fearful of the parents. And there's two different ways that this should be working. We're even working in a way of we have some form of advocacy for parents versus some type of control by the parents. So there has to be to somewhere, somewhere that there's um there is a mm, a funnel, uh, a way that parents can can speak on things that are happening and try to get some help or attention to something, and they feel they're being advocated for. But also that if what they're talking about is absolutely ridiculous and we will not allow that kind of behavior or not allow this policy to be broken, this is very serious to us and we want to make sure that we have the student's best interest at heart, that your program has the integrity to say no. Your program has to have the integrity to say no. I watched a video. This is, of course, in in the South, this is one of those schools that everybody loves, Ron Clark Academy. But Ron Clark Academy has a video that is interesting because he has a concept where there are particular students throughout the year who earn a jacket or a Letterman jacket coat. And everybody doesn't earn one. It's very exclusive. You have to be doing big things around the school to get it. And his thing is everybody doesn't get a trophy. He does not do that at his school, right? But the video clip, he has parents acting and when it's time for him to give out the jacket, the parents are pretending like, and they are saying in their heads, they're going, I know my child better get that jacket because I did all of his projects last night. And so he better get it because he turns everything on time because I help him. And another one, I know such and such better not get it because she doesn't even raise her hand in class from what I hear. She did, And it's just how the kids were really treating everything like, we know what it is. It's cool. I either get a jacket or I don't. And if I don't, I work harder. But the parent is the one creating the chaos, right? And so I know for a fact, Ron Clark will probably look at a parent and be like, hey, 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 you know your child can just go somewhere else, <laughs> right? They can just go somewhere else. That this, them being here is a privilege, right? And so when it's, when the when the student doesn't have an option going with us and the school system is forced to deal with some issues that they really should be able to say, no, absolutely not. And you know why not? And it should be very clear as to, you know, why we can't do that. Um, it forces you to then have to lose some integrity in your program because it takes one parent to say, girl, all you got to do is call down to the board and X, Y, and Z and get done. And it shouldn't be like that. It should be where if I got a call, you know something went wrong. You know that this is unacceptable what's happening at the school, not a luxury of you getting DoorDash, right? But again... I think that the problem probably is just that the food nasty, <laughs> but we have no mechanisms like you do in other in some other school systems or um, especially in college and higher ed. Like I remember being on SGA and one of the topics that came up in a meeting one night was the food in the cafeteria. 
all right, what plans can we work in? Let's meet with the cafeteria staff as SGA. Now let's take with the cafeteria staff and take it to the dean of students. Let's see what, what can be worked out, that there can be other options for students. And it, it went like that. It was boom, bam, right? Now it wasn't a quick process. This is months of trying to get this going. And even if we didn't complete it in our year of SGA, at least we would have been able to say we've gotten to this point. And then so those who were advocating for which are the students would have been able to say, okay, appreciate y'all doing that, right? You see what I'm saying? So it's like, there's no mechanism for that. We all just hanging on by a thread <laughs> and just trying to get lesson plans out and do the curriculum and deal with discipline, deal with parents teacher conferences and deal with all these other things that something that structurally needs to get put in place gets pushed to the side because I don't have time for that. And as we can see, that can be a detriment to the school system because it really we need some other things in place versus people having to deal with conversations about DoorDash in the middle of everything that's going on. That really could have been a separate conversation that could have been very um, fruitful. Can you imagine if some students were able to get a new lunch menu started based upon their council at school or something and you know they put a little plan in place and they were able to say we were the class that got that started and really feel proud that it was something between parents staff and students that got worked out that looks great versus you know the drama you seeing going on online in a group chat <laughs> like, like why really for what you know whatever anyways that was the little um debacle <laughs> that this school is having uh i definitely would say the biggest tip is that you got to figure out how to make your parents feel like there's some form of advocacy going on for the parent if they're feeling some kind of way but really to have some other type of structural things in place that can be funneled that way and does not become a chaotic situation something that all of a sudden is viral on tiktok because it, it you know we didn't have the means to handle it the way we um should have Y'all check it out on TikTok. Let me know what you thought about it. Um, in the meantime, have a great week. Remember the tip of the week to invite more structure into your day. And I'll talk to you guys later.